Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? It is Wednesday, August the 21st, 2013. This is episode number 105 of Timberwolves Explosion. I'm your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Awajan. I'm going solo tonight. Uh, generally, I'm joined with Marcus the Forecaster, for those of you newcomers, but hey, you know, I'm going to be solo tonight um, due to scheduling. Just needed to get a show up, and I'm happy to provide a solo show tonight for you about the team I love the most. That's right, the Minnesota Timberwolves. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> about You guys better love the team too, right? You better, right? No, <laughs> no I try to appeal to as many basketball fans as possible, be it if you're Laker fans or whatever, because a lot of you in Australia like the Lakers, you like other teams as well, So, because there are a lot of Australian listeners, but also there are going to be some new listeners out of South Dakota, so very happy we are joining Dakota Sports FM, that's right, Timberwolves Explosion is, def- is joining Dakota Sports FM, thank you to Travis Krings, who was kind enough to get in touch with me about a week ago. We are bringing all the, the shows over there. We are, of course, staying with the sportsstuff.com. They are the flagship website for Timberwolves Explosion. But Dakota Sports FM does give us the opportunity to have some, uh, well, you could call it live streaming on their page. It is a live streaming website that also links with uh, TuneIn Radio, which is a very good application for Android and Apple devices, probably BlackBerry as well. It's it's good stuff. So all you have to do is look up Dakota Sports FM on TuneIn Radio if, say, you don't want to be in front of the computer to listen to it. But, hey, if you're able to be in front of the computer and you don't mind doing that, say you're just relaxing at home, Dakota Sports FM, you can hear our show. Uh, when the lineup uh, tells you, <laughs> simply check it out. There you go. That's, of course, for future notice. You're listening right now. That's good. But, <laughs> of course, we're available also on iTunes and on Double Twist for Android devices. So, yes, uh, just need to get a show up. That's the whole point. I can't just sit and wait hoping I can get my co-host, Marcus, the forecaster on, who is about as good a co-host as you'll ever find, you know, at least for this show. <laughs> we, uh, we are the Wolf's gurus. There's no doubt about that. All right, so... Got to let you know, there is a phone line, which is 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do treat it as such. Mention what show you're calling into, which is Tim Rolls Explosion. Do your statement, shout-out, question, comment, whatever it is. And you'll join. Of course, there are the Facebook page. Simply look up Tim Rolls Explosion, Minnesota Tim Rolls. Join the one that says company, not group. Company, not group. And, of course, at... Wolves Explosion for Twitter, because Timberwolves Explosion doesn't fit. Give that a follow. Alright, enough of all that. Let's talk about the Timberwolves and about the NBA, because that's the whole idea. You know, um, you know, there's we're going to always try to include NBA and Timberwolves. I mean, it's just for, for those of you from South Dakota that may be new listening to the show. So, <laughs> sorry about that. I'm getting distracted here with something. Uh, but really, yeah, we like to start with the NBA first. That's kind of a per usual thing to appeal to multiple fan bases out there in the NBA. Uh, we're NBA fans. We're Timberwolves fans. You know, you get the idea. That's the whole idea. Uh, we got some news in the NBA of late. 
one one thing I guess I might as well just say it now since it's kind of the top story in the NBA today. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chris Paul is going to be the president of the, the player reps. He's going to be the he's going to be the guy, the president of the NBPA. What? That's right, Chris Paul. Yeah, Chris Paul. Uh, oh boy, I'm not too excited about that one. I didn't really like the way things were going on with Chris Paul in the, <laughs> in the last lockout. I don't really like Derek Fisher either, of course, if you hadn't noticed. I'm not a big Derek Fisher fan, as you may have noticed in the past. I mean, that guy drives me more crazy than just about anybody. But Chris Paul is another guy that could drive, that's driven a lot of people crazy. The way he handled things with the New Orleans Hornets and all that, kind of like basically bullying his way out of there. New Orleans Hornets, now Pelicans, of course. And yeah, the Hornets' name will be moving to Charlotte after this coming season. Yeah, enough of that. Uh, but Chris Paul, I just, I don't know. I, you know, I really liked him when he was on the New Orleans Hornets and they were making a nice playoff run, beating the, the uh, San Antonio Spurs. They almost beat them in the second round years ago. Took them to seven. They just could not get it done. You know, Spurs were able to win a game seven on the road, which they almost did in the NBA Finals, by the way, which would have been one hell of an accomplishment. No one wins game seven of the championship series on the road. No one. Spurs almost did. Um, but... <laughs> I'm not a big Chris Paul fan as a person. As a player, okay, sure, he's a great player. Probably the best point guard in the league. Probably. I mean, there's no I mean, there's no way I could, call, I could have uh, Darren Williams, the other D-Will. Uh, <laughs> there's no way I could see Darren Williams' competition for him at that position anymore. It's obviously Derrick Rose or Chris Paul as far as I'm concerned. And then Derrick Rose, Chris Paul, and the rest at, that, at this point. Those two are far and away the best point guards. Rondo is a good third, though, I'll say. Those three and the rest. There we go. <sighs> One other brief thing. Alan Iverson's going to officially announce his retirement. Well, like, that's about time he did, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, he's... I thought he was retired about six, seven years ago. The last time he was on the uh, Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> or even, well, actually, just about... The last time he was on... Uh, Detroit, we'll say. When he was on Detroit, he basically was already retired. Just like, whatever. Not much of a special player, as far as I'm concerned. I'm going to have a fun little topic for you. I, uh, well, actually, I'm just going to name it on this show. I'd like to bring Marcus into it for the next show, but I'll kind of start it out right now. In terms of, you know, because it's the, it's kind of the quiet time of year. I, I wish I could get Marcus on right now to do it, but... He'll be on next time, I, I hope. Uh, it's just kind of a little fun thing to do. It's It requires you to do a tiny bit of research, if need be. If need be, unless you're like a, a freak like me that remembers everything. <laughs> or because you know the league so well from studying it and following it forever. Uh, I'd like you to name the top five teams that have never won a championship, that never will win a championship. It can be in any order, but they are the most likely, five most likely teams that have never won a championship. Now, you have to be absolutely sure they have never won a championship. I'll say this. Milwaukee Bucks don't count. They won a championship in 1971. The Washington Bullets slash Wizards won a championship in 1978, so those two do not count. Maybe later on I'll mention another... Uh, idea where you list where you list five teams that have won a title but will never win another title again. 
I know that might be two of the five. Yeah, that's a good possibility there. But five teams that have never won an NBA championship that never will win an NBA championship. Yes. Uh, I'm going to put that on hold until for, for Marcus to come back. And if he is, if I'm still having to do solo on the next show, perhaps I'll just list out the five teams that I have that I have mentally written down. I'll have them physically written down probably going into the next show. But, yeah, again, I'm such a freak. I can just name them anyway because I'm just one of those kind of people. <laughs> so when it comes to the NBA, when it comes to the NBA, some some other things, maybe not. But, yeah. Uh, boy, other news in the NBA. It's been fairly quiet. Uh, Mr. Sanders, that's right, Larry Sanders has inked a four-year, $44 million diddy with the Milwaukee Bucks and stated he's very happy staying with the Milwaukee Bucks, which uh, on another show just recently, Hoops, the Hoops podcast, which I got to mention, Reese Pedretti, Pumpa, welcome back to the podcasting world, Pumpa. He was on the, that basketball show not too long ago with the V-Train, Brent Veal, for, for a while, but now he has returned with the Hoops podcast with Boof, so <laughs> that's, a, that's a nickname, those are nicknames of course, but uh, Reese Pedretti, Pumpa is back to the podcasting world, and I want to give him a shout-out and a welcome back. So he was always kind to give shout-outs to us in the past, Tim Rose Explosion, so very happy to hear from him. So very happy to see him back or hear him back in the podcasting world. He is, of course, a Warriors fan, and Boof is a Celtics fan, which I think is great because I'm a Boston team, uh, uh, Minnesota fan first, Boston fan second. That's pretty much how I roll when it comes to sports overall. So, yeah, I had to mention that. Alright, so in, in other news in the league, uh, I believe that is about it for the time being. One other thing is Ginobili, I guess, uh, according to a report, frequently thought about retirement at the end of the regular season. That's an interesting thought, and a lot of people <laughs> thought he probably should have retired with how poorly he played in the play in the NBA Finals, especially, you could just see a massive decline in him. But in the playoffs in general, he wasn't that good. The finals, he really hurt the Spurs. But go figure, he gets a two-year, fourteen million dollar contract. Of course, seven million per. It's a lot of money for a guy that really hurts you in the finals. But of course, I guess they're rewarding him for past performances. A very loyal franchise, the San Antonio Spurs, and yeah, those four championships, three of them with Mano Ginobili's name on them. Uh, yeah, I guess that's why they did it. <laughs> that's definitely why. So, we are going to take a quick break, just to, just for the sake of splitting things up, because the topics are so different. NBA and Timberwolves, well, I guess they're different in, yeah, in a sense. But yeah, then we can get Wolves-centric. We're going to talk about Nikola Pekovic's new contract, and we're going to talk a little bit about Corey Brewer also was finally uh, introducing himself back to the Minneapolis market again <laughs> today. So, and he's got a new number, thank God, versus his old number 22. We'll get back to that right after this.
are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 105, which is a reminder for those of you out there that happen to be listening on an MP3 player, like an iPod, like an iPhone, on the on, on iTunes, or Android devices with double twist, or Windows phones, where you simply look in the store for that, but we'd also like you to get that TuneIn uh, tune in radio app on your Android, your Apple, or your Microsoft Windows device, whatever it is, or even probably BlackBerry. I haven't checked into that, but I'm sure BlackBerry has it as well. Tune in radio. Yeah, don't don't be shy to get that. And thank you, those of you that do listen on the sportsstuff.com as well. Of course, the flagship website of this show. So, yes, we are going to get back to Wolves-centric here. <laughs> yes, we're going to get to the Facebook page, Timberwolves Explosion Minnesota Timberwolves. So click that or type that into the search bar. And then simply click like. It will be very much appreciated. Click on the one that says company. In case there's one that says group also. The one that says company would be the correct one. Then click like and comment as much as you want. It's always, always welcome. And of course the phone line. 209-736-7877. Mentioned that earlier. So, uh, yes. So really to get started here in the second segment or so of the show. <laughs> the Rules Explosion turned five years old this week, ladies and gentlemen, or last week. Last week, on the 14th. It's crazy. It's already been five years. Five years of Tim Rules Explosion. August 14th, episode number one was released and put on thesportstuff.com. Episode number two was the debut of Marcus the Forecaster, though... Yeah, he just you know he obviously wasn't back on again until episode thirty-five because in the in the early years of the show, the first few years or so, first two years at least, Timberwolves Explosion was a one-man show, ladies and gentlemen, and so this is nothing new to me. Obviously, Purple Mafia has been a one-man show most of the time, as is Brave the Wild, but it's just Marcus and Forecaster have such a fun chemistry on this show, and it's like two heads are better than one. It is just so much fun <laughs> to talk. Timberwolves with Marcus the Forecaster because we did that for years and years before this show. It's just such a joy. So, yeah, that's just a little retrospective coming in. Five years of Timberwolves explosion already. So, yeah, Dakota Sports FM listeners, crazy to think that this show is that old already. So, yeah, you're you're just getting introduced to this show, and I hope you're enjoying it. Um, don't be shy to check out some of the older episodes that you want to hear. <laughs> like just the, like the recent one, just about two weeks ago with me and the forecaster to hear what we sound like together. Because you're going to be hearing a lot of us, I would hope, during the course of this season. Yes, sir. Mr. Forecaster has got to get his butt on the air with me again. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Um, we're going to get to some posts really quick before we get to Nikola Pekovich and Corey Brewer. A couple posts here by Vince Germano. That's a name you're going to be hearing a lot again, again to the Dakota Sports FM listeners. Vince Germano out of Australia. We have a very strong listenership out of there as well. Uh, Vince Germano is also on the Courtside Podcast. Wonderful show. Hank McCoy and Vince Germano. And eventually Brad Graham will return because it used to be a three-man show. It's two-man right now. Vince always, uh, yeah, he's a Lakers fan, and he's always teasing me about Kevin Love going to the Lakers. <laughs> so lately, me and Marcus have been teasing him about how bad the Lakers are. Yes, yeah, kind of mean, but and he was saying how we've been comping a lot of crap <laughs> on his recent show. Oh, we, we can't help it. And by the way, some nice imitations. <laughs> Vince and Hank, Hank and Vince, awesome imitations of me on the last show, by the way. Just got to let... It's rather... You know, but you but you can stuff it. No, <laughs> Vince likes to say that a lot. Oh, you can stuff it. 
<laughs> oh, I love you, Vince. Yep. Hank, too. He did an interesting imitation. I mean, I forget what was I saying where it's like, can't believe it. Because <laughs> I do say that a lot sometimes during the season. But yeah, Vince teasing me about when is Kevin Love a free agent. And yes, the answer to that is, well, 2014-2015, he has a player option. That's the third year of this four-year ditty that he was signed that started last, uh, yes, last year. Second year is this year, and third year is next year. So, uh, yeah, uh, year after this coming season, by the way, 2014-2015, Kevin Love can opt out. Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, he can opt out of that year. So, yeah, this next summer, yes. <laughs> yes, next summer, Kevin Love could opt out, and uh, things can get very interesting. Very, very interesting. So we'll see how that goes. All right, uh, yeah. Or it might be the final year. I can't remember. I'm getting mixed up with that. I'm getting off track. But regardless, either the, the odds are next summer Kevin Love could become a free agent, and we pray to God that uh, the Lakers are not in his future. And I doubt it. He seems to be pretty happy with uh, Flip Saunders, though. Uh, if you'd like to join the Facebook page, check it out. Vince Germano has a nice picture of Kevin Love wearing a Lakers jersey. Yes, photoshopped and all that good stuff. He's saying, take a look at the future, Marcus and Joey. <laughs> oh, you son of a gun. Look at you, Vince. Look at you. Mm -mm -mm. I told him, how dare you disrespect a guy? Uh, how dare you disrespect Wesley Johnson, who's going to wear number four, because this Kevin Love picture has a number four on it with the Lakers jersey. No, Wesley Johnson's going to be your starting small forward. Oh, man. Yep, but at least you didn't overpay. Yeah, according to Vince Germano, Adam Ryan, host of In All Airness podcast, says, isn't that a 1991 photo of Vladdy Divock? <laughs> yeah, it almost looks like it, doesn't it? Almost with that big beard. Kevin loves big beard. Oh, man. He clicked like, though. How dare you? How dare you click like, Adam? Mm-mm-mm. I thought you're a Bulls fan, Adam. How dare you want Kevin Love go to the Lakers? Mm, can't stand it. Adam also, of course, is out of Australia. Wonderful, wonderful. So, yes, the Wolves and Nikola Pakovic. Yeah, like the, you know, you could say it's the real top story for, the, for this show. Nikola Pakovic. But it's because you guys already kind of know this, but it's time to start commenting on it. And, of course, I'm going to want... I'm going to get feedback with Marcus on this as well. That's partially why I'm not making it like the priority of this show, but it's obviously on the show because uh, I like to go back and forth with Marcus about stories like this. Obviously, this is a huge history-making story for the Timberwolves, for good, for better, or for worse. Uh, the Wolves and Nikola Pekovic finally agree on a contract. It is five years, $60 million. Holy crap, Batman! Oh, is that all? It's not that much. Eh, it's only it's only sixty million dollars for five years. Hell yeah, it's the twelve million number that they basically originally had going anyway. Because what's what's four times? You know what's four times twelve? Forty eight. What's five times twelve? Sixty. So there you go. <laughs> Same amount per year. Just we added another year rather than that ridiculous, ridiculous five year max contract where it was going to be five years, fifteen million per, which would be the tune of eighty million dollars. Wow. So glad that didn't happen. Speaking of saying wow, Tanae Wilson-Brown, I mean, also out of Australia, a huge Wolves fan. By the way, the Wolves are Vince Germano's second favorite team because he grew up watching, you know, and is in his, uh, watching the likes of Luke Longley and, <laughs> and all those other guys. They, 
uh, uh, Mike Brown, the big brown bear guys like that. Old school. We talk about old school wolves all the time, me and Vince Germano. But yeah, today, Wilson Brown simply saying, wow. He just couldn't believe the amount because it's a lot. That's a Terrell Brandon contract. <laughs> it really is. Terrell Brandon signed for a five-year, $60 million contract, and people were like, holy crap. <laughs> Danae, again, continuing, saying, I think he deserved $10 million a year at the very most, hoping the injuries stop and he becomes a smarter defender, though, I guess. I mean, defender now, though, I guess. Uh, yeah. He's a physical defender that doesn't block shots, so he can change shots a little bit with his physical. He's a physical defender. That's kind of what Pekovic can do at times. Of course, again, he does not change shot, or he does not block shots. Unfortunately, he's got short arms and he doesn't really have much leaping ability because he's he's just big. He's just really big, and he's not the tallest guy in the world either. So it's just one of those things. So as we continue, uh, Vince Germano saying, I like Peck, but that's way overpaid. $40 million is fair. Vince again continuing, wow, 60 60 It's not like he's durable either. Very good points, guys. Very good points. Uh, you know, and very similar point. I mean, it's, it's a lot of money for a guy that continues to have nagging injuries like bone spurs and this and that. Uh, what did he have? A shoulder injury? I think he got hurt. I think he had a rib injury. It's just one. It's nagging stuff, and he continues to say that like in the press conferences and the and the phone calls and stuff. And by the way, breaking news: it happens. You no, know, I mean <laughs> for the for the record, Pekovich is one of the coolest guys in the world. By the way, <laughs> he's so cool, and, and his English is really good. You know, even though I mean, obviously, strong accent and everything. He's one of the coolest guys in the world, you know, listening to him on the phone, you know, obviously not with me, but I mean, on with the, uh, uh, with Dan Barrero and also on with, uh, well, obviously the, the press conference last week, he is a cool dude. I, I, I really like Nikola Pekovic as a person. I think he's, you know, I, I wish I could meet him and get him on this show. Maybe someday I will. So maybe I'll get in touch with Mark Remy and see if we can work something out and, uh, Get, uh, get Pekovic on. That would be the coolest thing in the world, wouldn't it? But hey, maybe I'll, I'll be lucky to get uh, I'll be lucky to get Ronnie Turioff, though, probably. <laughs> Gorgie Dang, talk about cool guys. I like him as well. I really do. Mm -mm. Yeah, he's he's cool too. Well, he he learned English awfully fast. He learned like he like he knew like no English like three years ago. By the way, that's of course the backup center for the Timberwolves out of Louisville, twenty first overall pick out of Africa. Uh, Originally, obviously, came to Louisville just recently, a couple of years ago. Yeah, but no, the the injuries just extremely frustrating, and the inconsistency are are frustrating as well. I I heard uh, Vince Germano disagree with me a little bit though on how well Pekovic's numbers are. How I was saying how it's kind of like they cancel each other out a little bit. Me and Marcus have kind of talked about that for years now. That kind of it seems like Pekovic and Love cancel each other out a little bit at times, like when. When Love is out, Pekovic is going for like 25 and 14. It's like, holy cow, he's just destroying everything. And then Love comes in and the numbers seem to drop. But, yeah, I, I can kind of hear you a little bit, Vince, that, you know, they still do complement each other. Yes, because Pekovic is more of an inside uh, post-up guy versus the the stretch four that Kevin Love is, the unbelievable stretch four that he is. Uh, also, though... You know, it has been baby hook, baby hook, baby hook for Pekovic, and I would really, really, really like to see him get those post moves 
going again because the guy has post moves that are spectacular. But it seemed like almost all year last year it was the baby hooks. And and that kind of stuff drives me nuts. Sure, they went in, some of them, but I like to see the dunking. And, <laughs> you know, just, just, you're the biggest dude, man. You could snap people's wrists. Just, just dunk it. I mean, Ricky Rubio was telling him, dunk it. Ricky Rubio told him that for a reason. He, he didn't just say it to sound cool. And because, because oh, he's on the microphone, you know, I, I, I can sound cool. Just tell him to dunk it. But no. <laughs> Pekovic, don't, you, you don't need to play uh, with all this finesse stuff all the time, you know, because his post moves, when he used them, were the physical type of post moves. Physical, it was like finesse with force, then finesse. And those are some of the greatest players of all time that can do that type of stuff. You know, Hakeem Olajuwon's post moves were unbelievable because he would just change direction and go underneath the guy, spin around and go underneath, then sometimes fade away. Now, I'm not saying Pekovic is going to do all that stuff, but he had some he had some type of post moves that were unbelievable. The way he would just wrap around people, go underneath people. Like, like he really, he befuddled Tim Duncan at least, you know, a big time. On at least one play, <laughs> that was awesome. Like about a, you know, when he was using his post moves two years ago, last year it was just some seemed to be a baby hook, baby hook, baby hook type of thing, and that kind of stuff can drive me crazy. If Pekovic and uh, Vince is, uh, Vince was saying on his show that of course Pekovic can. I mean, Pekovic still has those moves. It's not like they're going to just go away. He's going to, you know, there's a good chance he's still going to use them, and I hope so. And uh, for $60 million, you, he better. <laughs> to steal a line from David Kahn. He better. Yeah, um, it's very important. So now we're going to get to another guy who for sure is a great defender. That's Corey Brewer, who also has a really nice corner three-point shot. He showed signs of that during the course of 2000, or, course of, or even over the course of when he was here, the year before Corey Brewer was traded. He looked very good. That was a 2009-2010. Looked like a three-point machine for a while. Or in fact, led the Wolves, or has the all-time Wolves record in consecutive games with a three-pointer. Like, who would have thought a Corey Brewer, who had such a broken shot the first his, his first year or two in the league, would be the all-time leader? It was, I believe, 23 games in a row with a three-point shot made. Corey Brewer, just phenomenal. He, because that was the year he developed that, that corner three. Then the next year he came in, it seemed like mentally he was just, something was screwed up because we had drafted Wesley Johnson. It just seemed like he wasn't the same guy. It was very frustrating and disappointing. And next thing you know, he was traded to the Knicks and then released, signed by Dallas, got his got his ring as like the 10th guy or so. And he liked to talk about the ring in his little uh, media gathering. It wasn't a press conference. It was a meeting the media. It was more of a meet the media type of thing. He was standing with microphones in front of him instead of... Uh, a full-blown press conference with Pekovic. But, um... <laughs> the guy still has the same smile, but you could tell he's noticeably larger now. And, um... The AP Krasinski column on Yahoo Sports confirmed that he's gained about 15 pounds since he left. So that's good. That's very good to know. We went from 180 to 180 to 194. So that's uh, 14 pounds, excuse me. But, yeah, you could tell he's a little bit bigger. He looks stronger, not heavier, just stronger, and that's good to know. <laughs> His defense with Denver was outstanding. Not, in, I mean, it seemed like he's he's more intelligent now. He's physically stronger, and he's got, he's, he's more dangerous 
offensively, more consistent offensively. And you know what's also really nice? That ugly number 22 <laughs> is going to be no more with Corey Brewer. When he stood there holding that jersey with number 13 on it, I smiled and gave it, you know, I was just like, yeah. I love it. Because <laughs> Corey Brewer on Denver was extremely valuable. Extremely valuable in George Carl's system. And Rick Edelman runs a similar open kind of offensive type of system with, with, with defense as well, you know, team defense to go with that open offensive style system. Those uh, George Carl, Rick Edelman, very similar. And uh, I got to feel, I, I feel very good with Corey Brewer's uh, returning to this team. And very good chance he'll be the starting small forward this season and probably in future years as well. I feel good about it. I legitimately feel good about it, and uh, it was really cool to see him. He's He's got a different kind of swagger to him now. It's not cocky at all. He's just tough, confident. He looks like a different player. Not only is he saying he's a different player, he looks like a different player, and he will be a nice addition to this team. Hopefully we can talk more with Marcus the Forecaster about Corey and Pekovic. Hopefully there'll be more news. But also, don't forget the topic I brought up. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to put it on the Facebook page here to remind, yeah I mean I, I got to put it on there, uh, yeah don't be afraid to post in the thread that I put there. Who what five NBA teams that have never won a championship will never win a championship? So here's an example: Charlotte Bobcats. There you go. I think everybody's gonna put that down or Charlotte soon to be Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> that's just an example. That's a team that's never won an NBA title. And maybe you believe they never will win an NBA title. So there you go. So that's an example. But put five down. Maybe comment a little bit. You don't need to write an essay about it. Like, oh, you know, Charlotte's this, Charlotte's that. And and uh, blah, blah. the Timberwolves. Okay, don't you dare write that one down. But I'm sure some people might. Mm. Or like <laughs> Sacramento Kings, blah, blah, blah. Teams like that. Just do a tiny bit of research. About uh, if if you're not sure if a team has won a championship or not, just check it out on Google. Just Google it. Just Google it or something if they've won a title. And well, it could because if you write down a team that's won a title, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you straight on the air. So just just so you know. All right. So with that, I believe that will end this show for the time being. <laughs> We're going to have another show, hopefully very soon, with another week or two. Episode 106, Marcus the Forecaster, hopefully will be on. i got to think he will be. Uh, I've also talked about doing a Kevin Garnett show that will be kind of a a retrospective that will start positive because I was such a big fan of his for a while. But I became a season ticket holder in 99 and left after the 2002 season. After the 01 02 season. So I was a ticket holder for four years because 99 was that was the whole year because it was a lockout shortened season. So, yes, I was a season ticket holder for four years. And I got a different perspective of Garnett just from watching and uh, the mannerisms, the obviously the game by game behavior of Kevin Garnett. I didn't feel nearly as positively about Kevin Garnett leaving that I did coming in. Just throwing that out there. So it's going to be a nice, interesting show that I would like to do one of these days. I've been thinking of doing it for years. But these are the but the last show, just two weeks ago, was the first time I ever mentioned it. So one of these days, you're going to see a Kevin Garnett retrospective or Garnett retrospective 
episode. One of these days. It's obviously going to be an off-season show. And uh, soon, hopefully, well, soon, probably late September, we will have the Ultra Show, the season preview, 2013-2014. Last year, record numbers. Now, I've done four different podcasts over the course of my podcasting career. Started with Paladino Live. That I quickly got rid of in in the summer of 2008. Started in January 2008. And then ever since, I've had Purple Mafia, Brave the Wild, and Timberwolves Explosion. But the numbers on last year's season preview were an all-time record of any show I have ever done. Ever. And it was not even close. Not even close, folks. Let's just say we nearly will be basically sold out the Metrodome for that show. It was that crazy. So hopefully we can we can do that again. I hope we can do it again. Uh, I remember the follow-up show was, was very, very good as well. In fact, it was the second highest listened show of all time <laughs> over the course of my career. Oh, man. It was, uh, it was a very exciting time. Very exciting time. So those of you out there that may be listening for the first time, hopefully you're enjoying it you, and you have enjoyed it. And could you please do tell a friend? I mean, especially, you know, there's there's got to be Timberwolves fans out there. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about Purple Mafia. Tell a friend about Brave the Wild. Check it out on thesportstuff.com. Check it out on Dakota Sports FM. And, of course, iTunes, Double Twist, Windows Phones, and even BlackBerry or TuneIn Radio with Dakota Sports FM. That's all you do. Look up Dakota Sports FM for that. It would be oh so awesome. But, uh, yeah, I really hope... To really hope we can duplicate what we were able to pull off last year in the season preview. It was so fun. But I'm assuming there's going to be at least maybe two shows before that. Because that will be like the end of September. So i got to think there will be at least two shows. Maybe three or four before then. If I could go weekly. Which I'm going to try to do actually from now on. Yeah, i got to try to get to that. i got to get into the habit and get that going. So we can get shows on to Dakota Sports FM and obviously help out thesportstuff.com as well. It would be oh so great for everyone involved. So again, thanks for listening. Tell a friend. Do enjoy and try to stay cool as this humidity isn't leaving anytime soon.